Hello and welcome to the Outsourcing Pharma podcast. I'm Natalie Morrison. Patient recruitment has been the thorn in the side of medical trials for some time. Finding the right kind of patient can be costly, time-consuming and ultimately fruitless. It also accounts for over half of all trial delays. The question is, how can we solve this problem? In September, we will attempt to address these issues through our Patient Recruitment Outsourcing Conference. Here with us today, we have Patient Recruitment Outsourcing Speaker, Eric Bolesh. Eric is Research Director for Cutting Edge Information. Thanks for joining us, Eric. Thank you, Natalie. It's a pleasure to be here. Let's get right to the crux of the matter. Um, Why is it important to look to outsourcing for patient recruitment? The number one reason is simple execution, because as you alluded to, uh, patient recruitment, it's really the chief bottleneck to trial completion. In some recent research, we asked clinical executives to identify the factor most responsible for increased clinical costs Uh, A plurality of them, which is roughly one-third, pointed directly to patient recruitment. Many full-service CROs have groups dedicated to recruitment, uh, and the CROs themselves win business, of course, based on patient access. I think you could say that a lot of senior decision-makers are once bitten, twice shy also. The number one reason that sponsors seek out assistance for patient recruitment revolves around previous difficulties in achieving target enrollment. So would you say in your experience that those who outsource are fairly successful as as a comparison to the people who try and do it themselves and like you said get their fingers burnt really? Yeah well that's it's certainly the goal. The main problem is recognizing recruitment as the problem that it is in the first place. So we've, we've heard a lot Uh, from a lot of different teams about a willingness among trial planners to avoid addressing patient recruitment. It's it's the elephant in the room, as it were. So if you are, at the very least, uh, working with a a vendor who is thinking about this problem and is putting together a plan to address it, you're, you're a step ahead of where you might have been. What would you say is the best way to ensure that a company works within your own limits and your own timescales? Uh, that's that's the question, isn't it? <laughs> there are standard issues to address any time you're talking about vendor management. Uh, you want clear objectives in place. You need strong, ongoing communication. Uh, you need somebody closely monitoring uh, the different goals and the different milestones along the way. Uh, and uh, those points are going to be true no matter what you're working on, no matter what the vendor is working on. In the area of patient recruitment, Specifically, building plans into the protocol means that everyone involved, so the sponsor, the CRO, the investigators and their sites, uh, the other vendors, they're all working toward stated shared goals. So you have everyone pulling uh, on the oars at the same time. Uh, Something else that I haven't mentioned or haven't talked about too much is the importance of an internal group focused on patient recruitment. Uh, This also follows a basic tenet for good vendor management. Uh, when the vendor's task dovetails with someone's internal responsibility, you're more likely to hit goals, uh, quite simply because you have somebody thinking about those goals and thinking about the challenges. Companies that have a dedicated patient recruitment group, it doesn't have to be a lot of people. It, it could just be a handful of folks within the clinical development organization. Enrollment and retention concerns tend to be elevated both in trial design and trial execution. So how could they get the most out of the companies that they outsource to? 
Um, when these teams are working with a CRO or a vendor that focuses resources on recruitment, uh, they, know, they know that uh, enrollment and patient retention are going to be incorporated into the, uh, the daily business of the trial itself. The first step that we hear a lot about um, is ensuring that patient recruitment is incorporated into protocols. So that's a key step right there. Uh, and if, it's, if recruitment is part of protocol, if you know that you're designing to address recruitment challenges, then you also know that the vendor who's going to be working with you, uh, either at present or in the future, is going to be focused on these, these challenges. When protocol addresses patient recruitment, and when it's part of the process, uh, it means that it's being planned for, being considered. Uh, if it doesn't happen, there are three major problems that can usually occur. Uh, one, the most obvious, is that uh, the trial is designed in a way that actually hampers patient participation. Uh, secondly, the sites that are chosen uh, wind up being inappropriate for the target patient population. Uh, and thirdly, the recruitment efforts receive limited support when they are underway. So that means that, first of all, of course, there's no strategy, but then there are limited dollars. Basically, uh, marketing, as it were, isn't happening in, in the same way that it might uh, if someone were really focused on patient recruitment as a, as a major challenge for the trial. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for your time, Eric. Um, it's oh, been really you, interesting to talk to you. Um, if you do want to hear more from Eric, um, you can do so at our upcoming conference, which is in Boston. Um, details are on the website and can be found below in the article. Thanks for listening and goodbye.